Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No one is, 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 is more locked in. From Thursday to Monday, no one is more locked into the NFL than First and Pod. Hosted by Danny Parkins and Andrew Filipponi. All right, do you think Andy Reid, Chiefs-Texans, pouring it on, or are the Chiefs going to just pace themselves and get out of there with a win? I don't know Reid like you do well enough to figure out how he would approach a game like this and let's say it got ugly early would he call off the dogs for uh, preservation's sake like what's his mentality in well, situations so like, like this more, so more so it's been playing possum a little bit before big games like I remember we talked about that when they played the Rams and then they had the Bengals the following week yeah like he doesn't like to you they know, came out flat in that game and had to like pick it up Right. To win and pull away. Right. Right. Uh, but that's kind of been the MO uh, more so. Like, the thing is, the Chiefs don't have a big game the rest of the way. Like, it, they, there are big games in terms of, like, they need to win out to have a shot at the one seed and home field advantage and all that yeah. stuff. But in terms of, um, you know, it's at Houston, home against Seattle, home against Denver, at Vegas. So he's not going to just, like, vanilla game plan all of them. And none of those teams should realistically be a threat to them. They should all be fairly easy. So I think that because Mahomes, like if there's any of that type of motivation, if there's anything about it, I think it's more likely that they try to make a statement this week because... Because I already bet them minus 14. Well, Hertz overtook Mahomes... For MVP, everyone's talking about how he's the favorite now. He threw three picks against the Broncos, so it should be a get. And you right think there. Mahomes is is aware of that? Yes. Can I ask you a question about Mahomes for a second? Sidebar. Yes. So our our parent company Odyssey has the Chiefs broadcast rights, correct? Yes. As part of that deal, Patrick Mahomes 
goes on our friend Carrington Harrison's show once a week, correct? Yes. Now, when I did the same kind of show with Ben Roethlisberger, now we did not have a relationship with the Steelers, and Ben would go on before Tomlin's press conference and just pretty much tell everybody what he wanted to get out off his chest and get out there before Tomlin had a chance to do so. So the timing of that interview was very deliberate because the quarterback wanted to get his message out before the head coach could get out his, which was great for us. <laughs> huge ratings, huge revenue. We made a ton of money off it. It was amazing. It was great for our radio station. You say Mahomes cares about this stuff. Why don't we ever hear that from Mahomes? Like, why am I never hearing sound bites from his interview on the national TV shows? We have an interview with the guy. Does he just give Bill Belichick answers the entire time? He's he's pretty vanilla in that setting. Um, I thought he was really good on Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey's podcast. But and he if, knows Carrington now. He's done interviews with him for years. I stop clamming up, Patrick. Yeah, well, so like my only my only evidence is you know I mean, there's a few there's a few things you know like against the Bears when the game was on uh, Sunday Night Football first time he played the Bears he scored a touchdown he did the numbers thing on his hands and he counted to ten on his hands because the Bears you know had a chance to draft him he thought they were going to draft him and he fell all the way to ten so there have been like little things like that where he's a super competitive dude, but yeah, he's, he's pretty corporate, man. He's pretty, he's pretty buttoned up dude. He's got all these national television commercials. And I also think that like, I mean, I don't know, this is psychoanalysis, I suppose, but like his wife's all over social media, his brother's all over social media. But a lot less this year. Yeah, They've for dialed sure. it way back. For sure. But it, it, that stuff's bit him a little bit though. Mm, interesting. He, you know, like it, he didn't, he didn't like a lot of how that all got portrayed and what happened specifically to his wife to, you know, his brother stepped in it a few times and deserved some of the backlash. And he seemed to be clout chasing a little bit. But like some of the stuff that like people were saying about his wife was like, just like kind of like the ugly stuff of, of the internet. And yeah. so I think, I think he's just like a little, he knows Carrington, but he doesn't know him. You know what I mean? Like, I've heard him talk to, like I said, Kelsey's or even our guy Adam Lefko, and just be be even more comfortable with, like, you know, Adam Lefko was at his wedding. Like, you know what I mean? I think, I think he keeps people in, like, a pretty tight circle would be my armchair psychoanalysis of it. But I also feel like you're just taking a shot at, like, you got so much out of Roethlisberger. No, Why I'm not. Carrington I, more no, I was – I think that's what you're doing, man. No, I'm not. I just knew that you were, you had more intel into Patrick Mahomes and there's a appetite for Patrick Mahomes content. Dude, I will say. Yeah. Well, I I will say when when Carrington got that interview, I was like, dude, that's the coolest. It's arguably the coolest weekly interview you could get in sports radio when he got it, you know, a couple years ago coming off of the Super Bowl and the MVP season. And it definitely has not been as big as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, and it's not like Joe Burrow's giving Colin Cowherd bulletin board material every week either. So I don't mean this is like an indictment on Carrington as a no. I don't. I'm just I'm just busting both of your balls, honestly.
Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all right your game Steelers Panthers what does Wilkes need to do to keep this job is there anything he can do there should be and you know what I respect about what they've done there and look he really got a raw deal with Arizona. And I think we see more and more that maybe the problem was Arizona and not Steve Wilkes. Maybe it's the Cardinals organization that is the problem here. They've never won a Super Bowl. They've only been to the one with, with Warner. Like, they've done something. Danny, they got rid of McCaffrey and they've become a better running team. Why? Because apparently they've done this scheme change where like, they're doing packages where there's seven offensive linemen on the field at the same time and def- and defensive coordinators don't know what to fucking do with it. Like this is a defensive head coach. Apparently he's listening to his assistant coaches and they've come up with a strategy for a team that was trying to tank and it's worked. Like that's good coaching. It is, it is good coaching. It's also not sustainable long-term. I don't know. I, mean, I hear you. Well, I guess, but like, well, it's yeah, not. maybe not that's, sustainable. That's the exactly. roster they have now, I would agree. With the roster they well, have now, it's not. But yeah. if Mike McDaniel were doing something like that offensively and it was getting Foreman and Hubbard to go for 250 yards in a game, we'd be praising them up and down for that, the media would. So Listen, I think that they're two separate things. I, I think that Wilkes should deserve a shot to keep the job. And if he coaches the guys up and overachieves, uh, that's the definition of good coaching, even if it's not in the best interest of the Panthers to win these games because they need a quarterback. And if they, you know, I mean, they already they already have five wins. They've already won back-to-back games. Like, they're probably not going to be able to get a top-flight guy in this draft if they believe that there is a top-flight guy. What if they game. go eight and nine and lose the division on a tiebreaker? Uh, he probably deserves the job. Yeah, I would give it to him. But wouldn't you think that they would still be the type of team that would be motivated next year to want to just win two games for Caleb Williams. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's like a weird, it's a, it's a weird spot. Like, And, and, and here's the other thing about it. David Tepper is the second richest owner in the NFL. Yeah. Right. Like 
Who cares about these contracts? You got a head coach. He's done a good job. Give him like a two-year deal or something like that. If you think he does a bad job next year, even if your idea is to tank, if you suck next year and you don't want him around because you think you can get somebody better, then just get rid of him then. I mean, that, that that's how I look at this. Are you embarrassed that the Steelers are a two-and-a-half-point underdog in this game? No, I'm not. I'm actually loving that. This I'm game ready is for, going to be unwatchable. I'm going to be there for it. <laughs> so I will be paying hundreds of dollars. Well, I, I actually won't. But who is? We could talk about that off the air. Okay. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. All right. You are going to – so that means do we have to lead with it. So you've gone to NFL games in back-to-back weeks? I am waking up at 5 o'clock in the morning to catch a lift to the airport to get to Charlotte tomorrow for this game. Yeah. Yep. That sounds horrible. Good for you. (laughs) So what happens next for the Cardinals after this Kyler injury? Cardinals-Broncos. Congratulations to the Broncos for not being the focus of the depressing conversation of the week this week. What happens to the Cardinals? Uh, I think there's one thing that happens. Yeah. Don't you think they probably trade DeAndre Hopkins? What is the point of having 30-year-old DeAndre Hopkins now, 31 next year, if Kyler isn't playing the majority of the year and you're firing your head coach? Okay, so you're going to – so let's – so let's go through this then. So you think Hopkins gets traded – do you think that so Watt will be gone on well, what's defense? The, I, I guess I should look up the dead cap on on Hopkins, but like I feel like he's still awesome. They gave up so much to get him. There's no reason to pay a wide receiver whatever he's at now, 28 million uh, as a cap hit or whatever. Like assuming the dead cap number next year isn't astronomical, I feel like you you gotta find a team like. I mentioned the Bears on the show today. I was talking about, like, how do you go about getting Justin Fields at number one? I was talking about, like, do you trade for a Mike Evans or a DeAndre Hopkins type? Like, because their situation just changed around them. Like, if Brady leaves, what's the point of having Mike Evans in Tampa? If Kyler's hurt, what's the point of having DeAndre Hopkins in in Arizona? So I I don't really see any reason why. He, dead cap's $22 million. That's a big number, but it's teams have carried way bigger dead caps. Like if, if Arizona decides. Yeah, the Steelers dead cap with Antonio Brown was close to that when they traded him to the Raiders. I mean, the Bears have over 80 million in dead cap space this year. So, I mean, you know, the Falcons, I think, are carrying like a 40 something million dollar dead cap hit for Matt Ryan. So like 22 is big, but it's we've seen way bigger be be carried. Yeah, If you get the draft picks that you want back, you'll do that. Yeah. So. I think, right, because it does does still save him money because his actual number is bigger than that. So that's, to me, the firing coach trading Hopkins. Do you think there's a chance, they're a wacky organization, that they would bring, because Kingsbury isn't done after this year contractually. Do you almost think that they would make him come back next year where the bad season where Murray doesn't probably get back in time for week one, go like five and 12 
and then give a coach the year after a clean slate with a healthy Murray? Um, Because the job next year won't be that desirable if the coach knows that 2023 is just going to be a shitty year. So if you're already paying Kingsbury, why not just make him make him wear it? Yeah. Well, you said something there that I didn't even like consider as a possibility. Is it possible that Kyler Murray's back for week one? No, I I, I, I said he won't be, but like, what is it? Like an eight-month recovery? Nine-month the, recovery? On the, they're on the fast ends. Yeah, so maybe he could be. Like, didn't Joe Flacco actually come back where he got hurt at the end of the year and was ready? At the beginning well, of the so next that, year. But that's interesting. Like, if, if they actually think that Kyler's, like, a first four week of the season, like, not even starting the year on IR thing, then they might just try to run it back. You know, I, I guess I was operating under more of an assumption that so much of his skill is his athleticism. He's young. He's the franchise. That they're clearly not winning a Super Bowl. That they would slow play him fire the coach, free up some cap space, get some flexibility. I don't know. They're a weird organization. I could see them just bringing everybody back next year and taking one last swing at it, even though everybody on the outside world thinks it's a waste of time. Yeah. uh, Count me with the everybody in the world. Uh, You've been calling for this since like week three, maybe. Uh, Maybe even said it in our NFC preview pod. I don't remember, but I'll just give you the credit for it. Uh, Ritter's finally starting for the Falcons. What took so long? And where is Marcus Mariota? Well, didn't something come out where he actually needs knee surgery now, but he just didn't communicate that to them? That's like the, it feels a small, like it's a little bit of a cover up because uh, he just, was, time, just the way Arthur Smith sounded. Yeah. Earlier in the week. Yeah. So that, that story's weird. And like, what a short, I get being pissed and I get ha- t- like handling the demotion poorly. And, like, maybe taking a day to sulk. But, like, dude, what do you want to do? you want to be out of football? Or do you want to make 5 to $8 million a year as a backup for the next five or six years? Like, yeah, this wasn't like when be, Ryan be, Fitzpatrick. Be a pro. This wasn't like when Fitzy got benched for Tua and was having a good year and the Dolphins were winning games yeah. in Miami. So, pipe down, Marcus yeah, just, Mariota. Just a crazy... If the reports are true, just a crazy decision. Like I bet you, Marcus Mariota's agent was furious. I'm in, yeah. I'm interested in Ritter. I don't think this is a good first game from him because New Orleans defense has gotten healthy and they've actually played well their last couple of games out. And now they've had what well, they were on a bye last week, so they've had some time even to get healthier. Like I don't know, Danny Ritter had that. You always wonder, like, the guy that kind of has the it factor in college, if that translates into the pros. And I'll just say what, you, what you've what you said on this show a bunch of times about Hurts. Like, I mean, everyone's raved about his character and how he was a gamer and everything, but he got benched at Alabama and had to transfer and was a second-round pick. Because of success stories like that, I think it makes people more open-minded to the idea that Ritter could be good. So we should have seen this probably from like week four on and instead we're only going to get the last four games of him this season, but that's probably going to be his audition. If not, they're going to just draft a quarterback next year. 
decent decent testing ground though at new orleans good defense in a dome tough spot at baltimore playoff team yep they got playmakers on defense playmakers on defense obviously not a dome tough spot to play then the last two games arizona home dome a defense definitely yeah right but should win expectations right (laughs) and then home against tampa who probably is locked into a seed at that point but right now they'll definitely be locked in right so there's Oh no, they, they could have to win to yeah, depending on what Carolina does. Yeah, I mean, you already been raving about how you think the Bengals are the lock of the week. That puts the friggin' Bucks at six and eight. All right, yeah, you're right. Okay. Game. So yeah, pretty good, pretty good testing ground for for Ritter with can you make big plays? Like, you don't need to be consistent. He can he can throw interceptions. You just need to show, like, can you be do you have a high offensive ceiling? And it's not fair to only to judge him on only four games, but you know, he's not a top 10 pick. Exactly. You have to, you have to show it out in a shorter window. So it's a, it's a pretty good, fair representative spot. Like no one crazy elite, no one terrible uh, home games, dome games, things that should play to your strengths. So, so it's a pretty good opportunity for him. So, I would have liked it to be eight or nine games. He gets four, but it's a pretty good four. We'll have an idea if he's a playmaker. All right, Danny, I'll talk to you when I get back from Charlotte on Sunday night after that classic showdown between the Steelers and Panthers. Yeah, enjoy that 15-9 to game. That should be fun. See you, dude. See you. Thank you to Spencer Ray, our producer. Subscribe, rate, review, first and pod.